0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the LaCrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demling here with y'all, as always. The final conference preview episode here today as we go over the SoCon. And this is a bit of a different-looking SoCon as both Air Force and Bellarmine are out of the conference. Hampton will be in the conference just for a year as they will be moving to the CAA next season uh, in all athletics. So quickly, quick refresher. Richmond won the conference regular season title a year ago. High Point won the conference tournament Getting that NCAA, NCAA AQ where they uh, fell to Duke in the first round. Jacksonville Air Force also uh, making that conference tournament as well. You had Moser and Bellman there at 5-6. and six, VMI there at 7 to round out the standings in the SoCon a year ago. Let's get into things here. Going alphabetically as usual. So starting here with the Hampton Pilots. And uh, this is a team uh, who has not played since 2020. They have a new coach, uh, Chaz Woodson, uh, being hired there at Hampton. Uh, this will be the Pilots' first season in the Silicon. Um The Pilots still... A very much a growing program, still looking for that first Division One win. Um, they've had some good recruiting classes coming in, um, and have good guys coming in. I should say, in twenty twenty, the class of twenty two, believe is a pretty solid one for them. Um, you know, this is a program that I think we all want to be successful. Um, it's good for the game. The more successful programs you have, uh, Hampton has not been successful though, really at all through the first couple of seasons. We'll see how they do here. Chaz Woodson in the SoCon as far as, you know, names to know and things of that nature for, uh, the Pirates. So they do lose some pieces from that 2020 squad, Pierce Johnson, Darian Williams, uh, uh, student, and Kevin Mondy Jr. and uh, Cage, who was a very good goaltender for them. Uh, so they do lose those three guys. Uh, they get in one transfer addition, who is actually uh, transferring back to Hampton. Uh, Ian Gloom, uh, who was at Hampton, transferred to Hartford, and is now back with the Pilots this season. Um, had a really good 2020 season with the Pilots. 87 for 154 at the dot um, went like 60 some some odd percent in 2019 as well I believe um, so you know has had a good career there didn't get a lot of clock with the Hawks and obviously was part of that big you know roster exodus from Hartford after the season so he's back in Hampton um, and then there's a number of young guys that I would expect to step up for this Pilots program as well here in twenty twenty-two. The High Point Panthers. Eight and six last year, SoCon champions. Really the only big loss this team has is Kevin Rodgers. Um attackman who was top three point getter for them. Um but they returned practically everybody else. Ashley Nolting is back to headline this team. Braden Maya had a phenomenal freshman season uh, as a goal scorer, especially for the Panthers in 2021. Nolting, being a fifth-year guy, um, is one of multiple fifth-year guys coming back. Uh, We see on on both ends of the field. Um, We see on on defense, Grant uh, Amon back, Antonio Arcona in cage. And Parker Green and Cage. It'll be interesting to see who gets that start in cage this year. I think for for me at least coming in the season, uh, that's gonna be kind of the the biggest question here is who gets that starting cage. And and this was a high point team last year that was very good. Um, however, you did see those turnover issues that would often hinder them, and you would also see a defense that you know, wasn't necessarily spectacular um, every single time out, and so turnovers and kind of defense, defensive, I wouldn't say in, inefficiency. I would say really hindered them. And you saw this a lot. Go back and watch that first Richmond game, and you know they're getting some opportunities. They're getting some. Uh, and certainly getting opportunities in transition, but Richmond was getting so much more opportunities, especially in transition, and it really took a toll on this high point team. Now they figured it out. They beat the Spiders in the title game, and you know I would expect that to be the title game again this year. Um, but you know this this is a Panthers team that certainly has some areas to improve on, uh, but. I believe he's probably going to be the the first or second best team in this conference once again. Again, Asher Nolting back for his fifth season has been an impact guy since the you know he first stepped foot on campus. Had seventy two points a year ago, so uh, you know certainly Nolting the the headliner of that Panthers program once again, um, and expect nothing but success from John Torpy's squad there. The Jacksonville Dolphins. Uh, this is a program. They have added so many transfers this year. Um, it, 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 it is wild. Um, Max Waldbaum Attackman Tufts, um, is probably the kind of the headliner of transfers for them. Um, you know, he should be out there along with Jack Dolan and Jeremy Winston at the midfield spot as leaders on that offense there in 2022. Um Cam Johnson, midfielder out of UMass. Devin Sullivan, midfielder out of Syracuse. Marshall McGuire, midfielder, Syracuse. Tyler uh, Corpora, midfielder out of Hartford, all back on the all transfer in on the offensive end. Davis Smith, a defenseman from Utah, Luke uh, Taglow, face-off man from Syracuse, and then a pair of goalies in Luke Milkan and Otto Bergman from UNC and Kanishius coming as well. So, you know, this is a team, they, they have a full cover. Um, and look, they, they return, I mentioned Dolan and Winston at the midfield. Colin Hinton is back on defense. Jason uh, Yokito is back in cage. They return a lot of talent, but they also import A lot of talent as well. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what the makeup of this Jacksonville team is here in 2022. This is a team that, you know, they were in that SOCON title game there. And I want to say 2018, oh, 2019, excuse me. Is that right? 2019? One of those two years, they were in the SOCON title game. And with them looking to get back there, I think this is a team that certainly can do that. Um, they're going to have to address some issues. They're going to have – I don't think – you look at High Point, you look at Richmond. Is Jacksonville top to bottom as talented? Probably not. Uh, I do think some of these these transfers they get in, Waldbaum um, especially, is going to be pretty big for this offense in particular there. Um, So, I mean, this is a a Jacksonville team that, you know, and look, John Galloway, you know, we all love John Galloway. He's done a tremendous job there. You see the investment in lacrosse that school has made. Um, A SOCON title is going to come around sometime soon for them. I I just don't know if it's this year. Um, I think, and look, you lose a Matt Stagnita, you lose an Evan Tyler, On offense at attack and midfield. Those are two big losses. But I do think. Dolan and Winston. Are one of the better midfield duos. In the SoCon. And then Waldbaum. Maybe a guy that a lot of D1 people don't know. As much about. But he was phenomenal. At Tufts. And is going to make an impact down there. With the Dolphins. moving on to the Mosa Bears, a team that actually plays tomorrow as in, in the first game of the season as they take on former Socon opponent Bellman in the first game of the season you know Mosa um they they, are, they have a clear path to take over as that fourth best team in, in the in the New Look Socon and uh Very likely will make the postseason in 2022 for the first time since 2015. Um, They, you know, Sean Goldsmith, Ashton Wood are are really the two guys you need to know for this team. Uh, Goldsmith obviously had a phenomenal 2020 season, uh, was the nation's leading point getter. And then despite missing the first half of the season in 2021 with injury, continued. Uh, to, to showcase that talent and ended as I think the second leading point getter um with was it 20, 29 or something points in six games. Uh so Sean Goldsmith a guy offensively for that makes that offense go. Tyler Dewey, um a guy that you know, he's listed as a midfielder. Um they played him at both midfield and and attack last season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where he, where he goes. He's kind of that second guy to Goldsmith there um, on offense. Had a strong freshman year uh, last season. Uh, we'll want to see what he does this year. As a sophomore, Ashton Wood, I mentioned him. Um, Look, this is the X factor for Mercer. 60% at the faceoff dot, best in the conference. Um he gives them those extra possessions he gives them he gives them those extra possessions they need um and, and, and mosa is always with him they're going to dominate the dot now you can dominate the dot that's that's all fine and good what you do with the rock is is different and and mosa at times last year, was not so good as a whole and actually capitalizing on those extra possessions they got from the faceoff dot. And they would turn the ball over quite a bit. Like, you know, 30-some-odd times a game, you're turning the ball over. That's not going to win you games. Uh, you saw that against when they played Jacksonville the second time, I believe. Yeah, second time when they played Jacksonville, you saw that really both times when they played uh, Bellarmine a year ago. So that is one area for for Mosa where I think they're going to have to improve. Um, If they want to beat one of the big three in SoCon in Richmond, High Point, or Jacksonville, if they want to beat one of those three teams, you're going to have to improve on that front. In Cage, Colin Kelly, consistent goaltender. Um, You know, not too much to say about him, um, just consistent. And uh, it's going to be a good good piece for them again this year as well. The Richmond Spiders. Um, this is a program that has been the class of the SOCON for many years now. Don't expect that to change in 2022. Now... They do lose some big pieces. Richie Connell is gone. And then on defense, Sean Mingus, Jason Reynolds, gone at close. Jack Rustbolt is gone in cage as well. So they have some big losses on this team in 2022, and they're going to have to overcome that. However... It's well they've done it before, and then I, sh- I should also mention uh, Mustang Sally, um, another you know short stick defensive midfielder there. Uh, Connell transferred to Denver. Sally is at Loyola, so those two guys are out. Um, defensively, this has been one of the best defenses in the SoCon, one of the best defenses in the country. Um, you know they're going to have some maybe have some hiccups early on um against some of the tougher competition but at the end of the day i think this is still the best team in the socon um you look offensively you get Ryan Lynch Bailey back you get Dalton Young back you bring in a guy like Luke Frankeny uh, from Mount St Mary's at the midfield spot um this is going to be a, a, a offensive-driven team more so than not. And I don't know the last time I can say that for Richmond. And look, they've had great offenses with guys like Ryan Lanchberry in recent years. But still, defense has been where uh, Richmond has made their money uh, in recent years. Uh, really the past five, six years, I would say. Uh, w- w- with as many guys that they ha- as they've had, you know, Benny Pugh and Cage, Jack Rustbolt, uh, you know, later on. These have been solid defenses. I think they can – like, I don't know who they're going to put back there, who they're going to play. They've got a number of young guys that they can play, but I'm, I'm confident it, it, it's going to be successful, and I'm confident this team is going to win the SoCon. Um, again, they failed their three-peat a year ago. I think they take it back in 2022. Final team to kind of go over here is the VMI Cadets. They went 1-10 a year ago in the second year of the James Papilla era. Uh, and the James Papilla era, you know, started off with a bang. VMI beating Lafayette 13-12 to on the road. Uh, that was their lone victory. They end the season on a 10-game losing streak. Um, but I, I think you know we're gonna see. I think they can win more than one game. Certainly, they were close in some of the games a year ago. I think they're able to do that this year. Um, and really last year when you look at it was a foundational year, kind of a building block year for Popola and, and his staff there. Um, and this was a team that was fairly young at many spots last year. Uh, they returned. You lose John Fant, which is big offensively. You lose Eric Lane at LSM, which is big. Um, but, you know, you get back Hartley Jordan and Scout Ripley, who are two of your top five point getters from a year ago. Um, LT and Kona, there is your top pole returning. Uh, a lot of question marks surrounding this program just... How good can they be? And then certainly the pieces they need to replace. But, um, you know, this was a team that was you know, second in the nation and caused turnovers per game a year ago, trailing only Richmond with with 10.36 per game. So there is light, light. Like, they're all shining. There is some areas of confidence with VMI. It's just... You know, all how many games can they win? And look, I think with Hampton being in the in the conference now, and VMI has beaten Hampton every time they've played them, um, so I think they're going to get a SoCon win. They haven't gotten a SoCon win in quite some time, so you know that's going to be good. I think they can get two, three wins here in 2022. And hey, if they do better than that, uh, congrats to Coach Pro and his staff there, um. But I, it, you know, it's just difficult to see programs that've struggled for so long just immediately kind of jump up, you know. So, not, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath for VMI to make the postseason in 2022. Final segment here of the final conference preview podcast prediction time. So, as always. Final standings and then my pick for conference player of the year uh, offensively and defensively. So um final standings, I think Richmond's gonna take this thing. Um I think they come out, you know, best team in this conference. I think high point number two there, Jacksonville three, Mercer four. You know, I, I think on the on the coaches poll they put out, um I think high point was number one and Richmond was two. So Uh, You know, suddenly we could see that. Uh, I I think it's pretty clear that that those two are the top two teams there. Um, And then Jacksonville's three, Mercer four, VMI five, Hampton six. It's not too difficult to figure out the Silicon this year, folks. You you know, it's just not. It's still top tier, very good conference. The competition between one, two, three, and four. Is gonna be worth watching this year. I, I will just say that, as it always is. But with Bellerman and Air Force gone, it's not gonna be as as competitive in that in the middle as maybe it has been in the past. Just it's just not gonna be at least not this year. Offensive player of the year, I'm going to Ryan Ranch Bailey, Attackman Richmond. The guy's just been doing it forever. It seems like um, coming back for the fifth season. Uh, just a, amazing playmaker for them, so, you know, can't, can't go wrong with that pick there, and then defensive player of the year, um, really, this one I struggled with, because, you know, forever, it's been guys at, at at Richmond, and, and, you know, Sean Mingus is gone, uh, Jason Reynolds is gone, and so, I was really trying to look, and I was like, man, you know, I don't, I really had a tough time with that one, but, um, in the day, went with, uh, Colin Hinton, Hinton, uh, defenseman out of Jacksonville, um, you know, whether he ends up, you know, being the best defenseman in the SoCon, you know, I don't know. But um, you know, he's had a solid career there. Is the top poll returning, and so just kind of went with that one um, after looking through a number of names and and looking back at some film and all that. So uh, calling a hint there. So I'm picking as my defensive player of the year in the SoCon. All right, folks, that is all for today's show. As always, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, folks, college lacrosse game of the year is tomorrow at noon. So, you know, be sure. I think it's on the score break or whatever. Lacrossebucket.com or is where you can find that link to watch that game. We'll have, uh, have a preview of it out. We'll have a uh, recap of that as well. As always, thanks for tuning in. And again... Connect with us social media, at lacrosse Bucket, at on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, my personal, at Tanner underscore Dimling. Lacrossebucket.com is the website. Enjoy the first lacrosse game of the season. Have a great rest of the week. We will be back with y'all on Saturday night.